no, I, I appreciate all the community members that are here today um, and that are going to listen to this later because these community meetups are meant to be impactful. So a special thank you to everybody that's making effort and time to commit not just to themselves and their business, but to the members that are leading the conversation and are, are taking their time, which is precious and valuable, to share with us some of their insight, their perspective, and just allowing us to listen, learn, and leverage together. So again, thank you to all of you that, that commit to join these things uh, each week. Um, we do have a new schedule moving forward. So the first two weeks of each month, we're going to have a guest. Third week's going to be check-ins. We want to hear how you guys are doing. We want to share wins. We want to collaborate. We want to just kind of recap the successes that you might have gotten from either of these meetups or elsewhere during the month. So um, I appreciate all of you guys for joining us today. We're going to have a little bit of an introduction round here. Um, we've got a lot of people on and I want to be considerate of time. So uh, I'm, I'm going to introduce myself and then we'll have the two hosts introduce themselves. Um, and then for the rest of us, just to be able to share and connect, I'd love if you guys could drop your link uh, to, to your website and your business into the chat as well. Um, and then we'll introduce Scott. So my name is Adam Griggs. I am the co-founder of a startup called Clarify. It's a software as a service platform. I'm your moderator today, and I just am so appreciative to seeing all these faces being here, uh, just being here to celebrate and, and commit uh, Scott and the review machine. So I'm going to turn it over to Rachel. If you want to introduce yourself, Rachel. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Um, good to be here with you. I'm Rachel McCool from GoDaddy. I manage community experiences, and part of all of what I do is this great LinkedIn group. Um, so just very appreciative of Scott being here today as a guest and all of the rest of you joining us. It's good to see you and good to meet a couple of you that I haven't met yet. So thanks for being here. Now we love it. Thank you, Rachel, for your support. Jonathan. Hi, everyone. My name is Jonathan Graziano. I'm on the uh, GoDaddy uh, social media team and I work closely with Rachel on our community development. Um, again, always excited for these. It's always, I love seeing this, this volume of people in this, in this meetup today. Um, I've been really looking forward to hearing from Scott for quite some time now. Uh, so I'm really glad the day is upon us and yeah, thank you so much for being here. This is it, it, it's great to see how this has grown and the enthusiasm continues throughout all of this. It's been really awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Jonathan, to the GoDaddy team for being here to support us. We appreciate you guys and for everything you do. Um, Scott, one of the things we like to do is have community members introduce themselves briefly so you know who is here to support you. We've got a couple of people on here, and if your screen's off, we don't mind. Uh, you don't have to chime in if you don't want to, but I'm going to open it up for a quick introduction. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start with Patrick, if you want to introduce yourself, and then we'll let uh, Manny and then Harry. Yep, Patrick Kagan, PK Solutions Group out here in Chicago. It's cold here, too. Um, and I also <clears throat> will be fielding all of the Scott Skolnick difficult questions, so I'm his lookalike today. So. Thanks, Scott. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Very nice. I love it. Manny, you want to introduce yourself real quick? Yeah, I'm Manny Larcher, founder of Collaborate and Elevate. Um, and I, yeah, I look forward to this consistent Thursday noon meeting. Um, and yeah, I work with a bunch of entrepreneurs, small business owners. I'm downloading your app right now. So yeah, looking forward to everything. Thank you. Look at that initiative. I love it, Manny. Thank you for being here to celebrate and support. Harry. Hello, everyone. Harry Gruber. I'm a, a director at Sumitomo. It's a Japanese bank, uh, but I have a lot of personal interests that are more independent. So that's what brings me here. So this is sort of uh, after work interest hours, but this is great, you know, especially in a Zoom environment. And uh, 
just the spirit of more independent work. You know, I've done a lot of independent consulting over the years. I'm full time now, but you know, after this gig, who knows what's next? So I'm I'm open. Thank you. And that's one thing we love is hearing people that are, are looking towards the future, even for encore careers and what's next. So thank you for being here, Harry. Um, Michelle, do you want to introduce, introduce yourself? Yes. Good morning, everyone. I'm Michelle Alexander with AJM Financial, helping others plant their money tree. Uh, Scott, man of the hour. Let's 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 hear your story. The review machine himself. You know, tell us a little bit about not just who Scott is, but what led Scott to creating the review machine. We'd love to learn about that. Well, my background is in the uh, car business. I've been in the car business in a lot of different ways in the past uh, 30 years. Um, most recently, I had uh, car dealerships in Norfolk and Chesapeake, Virginia. And uh, one of the challenges we had was uh, reviews. And uh, I was very dissatisfied with uh, the systems we were using. And I felt that there had to be a better way. So I came up with uh, what eventually became the review machine for my own dealership originally. And um, towards the end of 2019, my business partner down there had some other opportunities and really uh, wanted to uh, explore those. And uh, you know, I had the, the choice to, uh, to move down there. I live in New York if I wanted to continue the uh, car business, but I, I didn't want to leave New York. So we uh, decided to close down the dealership. I still needed something to do. And uh, you know, I thought about this app that, uh, that I'd started. So I cleaned it up a little bit, added a couple of more features and uh, I just started selling it pretty much as the pandemic was, was happening uh, simultaneously. Um, fortunately, the car business was not uh, negatively impacted uh, by the pandemic at the beginning. And a lot of the um, government stimulus and so forth was, uh, was helping uh, that business very much. So I, I immediately began uh, getting customers from people I knew in the, uh, in the car business. And then slowly I began to expand it out to different, different businesses and hiring uh, independent salespeople. And, uh, you know, thank God, despite the pandemic, uh, we've done pretty well. That's awesome. I mean, one of the things that we love hearing is when people have a transition of thought, especially when you're in an environment where you're in, in like car sales, right? You, you've got this environment where people might see things in a negative light, or there may be that taboo. And you are looking at ways to not just improve your own outcome inside of that, in that realm, but to improve the overall communication, right? And you, you came up with an idea to launch an app and you did it in the midst of not just adversity in your industry, but in the midst of adversity of, of a pandemic. And you're right. I mean, the industry itself obviously is, is done okay, but at the end of the day, meaningful relationships matter too. So I love the way that you've built everything you've built um, with the review machine. So tell us a little bit about why and how people need to have an online persona, first of all, and why reviews matter to them. Um, in any industry? Well, whether they like it or not, every business's voice is their customers, whether they like it or not, because there are just uh, so many review platforms out there. Google, of course, being the, uh, the backbone in my view, because everybody's going to see your Google reviews if they want directions, if they want 
uh, some type of information. Even if they Google your competition, your reviews sometimes come up. So whether you like it or not, people are going to see your reviews. So the, um, the idea of reviews is not always fair because uh, the dissatisfied customer is much more likely to tell a lot of people than the satisfied one. The satisfied one walks out the door, oh my God, I forgot to buy dog food and moves on with their life. The dissatisfied one drives home at 90 miles an hour to uh, get behind that computer or you know, even on their phone now to, to trash the place. So, you know, my platform uh, is to, you know, level that playing field, to make it simple for the satisfied customer to leave a review. I mean, simplicity is powerful, right? Number one, and capturing a satisfied customer in the moment, in the moments that matter is, is powerful because you're right. So many of us are operating through this world of transparency because we're connected to social media and all these other platforms at the touch of our fingers. And when you're angry, you want to vent, right? And it's exactly. very easy. It's very easy to throw that out online and it's not so easy to claw that back. Yeah, and it's, it's instant gratification. You know, you hurt me, now I get to hurt you. And uh, a lot of people who are inclined to do that don't just do it themselves. They bring in their friends, their family. They'll, you know, create three or four Google accounts to, uh, to trash the place. I mean, we, we see that kind of stuff all the time with a uh, dissatisfied uh, customer. And, you know, my app also gives... A, a way for the dissatisfied customer to communicate with the business rather than simply trashing it online to try and work out their differences in a, in a productive way where everyone's satisfied. The, the owner of the company is not always uh, the culprit in, in, uh, in the dissatisfaction. You know, a lot of times it's a, an employee who is maybe having a bad day or just not a great employee. And the, uh, this way, the, the owner gets to, to hear about that uh, before they just, they read about it online. You know, who is this dissatisfied customer they have no idea about? Yeah, I mean, that's not only just important to know who you're, you're dealing with, right? But having the availability for communication. And I think it goes both ways. It's not just, it's not just the negative. Sometimes it really is like, like what Michelle says, sometimes it really is sure. the customer. And one of the things that I've noticed is people that don't have that engagement or that experience, if they're leaving a review and they didn't really feel an experience, even if the product met their needs, even if everything checked the boxes, if there was nothing really that made them feel warm and fuzzy, they're going to leave a three-star review and that's not good for anybody, right? Well, it, the, the review game is a one-star, five-star thing for the most part. And look, even if it is the customer, it, it, it doesn't really matter because it, it's going to be published against the business, you know, and, and future customers are not going to say, well, maybe this customer was wrong. They're going to, you know, there, there's a high degree of, of believability and trust in, in online reviews that they, they carry almost the same weight as any word of mouth. There's been all kinds of uh, studies, uh, you know, on this subject and, you know, 90% of people check reviews under 40, it's close to hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, I check reviews. I can be honest with you there. Sure. And, and one of the things that you, you touched on there, there's a couple of things, you know, honestly, 
there's power in communication, right? It gives you control. It gives you control to have a conversation that might shift how that review is going to play out and maybe get you to the level of, of performance or review you want online. But on the other side of things, you said people really trust reviews, and it's one of those things that, that are put out there. What about people who buy reviews? I mean, talk to us a little bit about that. Well, the federal government is, is cracking down on that, number one. And uh, number two, this is something that I uh, really discourage. And I mean, for one thing, even though I'm, I work for businesses now, I'm still a consumer, ultimately, of, of everything else. So I don't want to have to rely on, on reviews that may be bought. So I, I, I'm very, very supportive of crackdowns on fake reviews and purchased reviews and so forth. And, you know, I support uh, Google's efforts in uh, cracking down on, on that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, I think one of the things you can definitely tell in the world today, you know, when, when somebody is leaving a review or a remark and you can check their profile and there's only one and it's an angry one, you know that either that person was very disgruntled against that particular individual and company, or it's not not real, right? It's either, you know, a, a paid um, establishment that's going against them or vice versa. When you have paid reviews that are showing up in a 24-hour period and there's hundreds at a time or even dozens at a time that had never been there before, it makes you really start to think. And I think as long as you're having a conversation and you're building community, which you've got on your app, and it allows people to consistently add reviews over time, you're building that, that level of trust and you're building that environment that shows Yes, these are valid conversations. Yes, these are valid customers. And yes, these are valid reviews. And for the small business owner, it's so hard to compete against the big players with so much money in their pockets that I love the fact that they are cracking down on, on purchased reviews because there's, there's too many ways that we're already being stomped on a small business. So anything that gives us a leg up is a win, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a source of equality uh, reviews. The big business can spend however much they want on advertising, but ultimately the customer is still going to check reviews. No matter how much you spend on advertising, the last thing they're going to check are the reviews. So it, it gives uh, you know a more of a level playing field between the big business and the small business that uh, you know maybe we're doing a better job, that people see a consistent flow of uh, five-star reviews and satisfied customers that actually mention people's name, be it the owner or a salesperson or somebody that helped them to, uh, you know, through uh, what, you know, again, my default is always the car business. So it, for a lot of people, that's a, uh, a high pressure situ situation, uh, auto sales. And for somebody to be made to feel comfortable with somebody looking at their credit and maybe they were turned down at a few other places and finally you know, they got approved and they were able to get a car, you know, to put, you know, the ba to basic things in life to go to work and support their family. It's, it's a very big deal. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal when you're making a transaction in most cases, because most people buy emotionally and then defend it, you know, logically, right. We make, sure. we make purchases in the moment. Um, and quite often, especially lately, it's an economic purchase that we really want to understand and we really want to buy into um, and one of the things that I love that you've done is the way you're leading through the community with just contributions and stories and allowing people to see how and why 
reviews matter, why online personas matter, why responding to clients and customers matters. Because at the end of the day, you're building a community. And if you've got some availability to create stories, right, inside of your reviews, and this is, this is my own personal opinion, when I see people that have posted stories about their engagement with how they've done um, either building their business with you, Scott, or, or with the team over at GoDaddy or, or Patrick's company, right, uh, at PK Solutions, when you have people giving these reviews and they can actually, like you said, tangibly note not just their names, but the experience they had in a story format, there's so much power there. I mean, it's to me, that's that's a reason I'll do business with somebody. If I can already trace a timeline between people I know with, with real stories. Yeah, and it gives people the expectation walking into a place that their experience is going to be similar to the ones that they've read about, especially if there's a, a long pattern of, of good uh, reviews, good stories, good outcomes, you know, that they could confidently walk in a place and not feel like, hey, I have to be on edge here, that, you know, I, I'm going to be the one who's robbed, you know, I'm going to be the, you know, uh, again, I, I talk about the car business, you know, I've been to seminars, never advertised 99% approved because everyone on earth is going to think they're in the 1%. That's not going to be approved. Always say, you know, everybody approved in, in advertising and, and so forth. And you want people to, to feel that it is a 100% experience that they're going to, uh, you know, feel the, the comfort and get the, the good result that they just read about from someone else from a couple of days ago. You know, that's very important that these reviews remain fresh in order to instill that confidence in the consumer. Yeah. Yeah. When I see something that was, you know, two years old and there's been sure. nothing since then, you wonder yeah, the company wonder, is this place still in business. Yeah. You know, how is it that, that nobody's re reviewing them in this environment? And that's, you know, part of the things I emphasize to the sales staff, they may have a 5.0 rating, but you know, they've got seven reviews in three years. You know, why is that? They have more than seven customers in three years. Yeah. So then there's the next question right there for the community members, right? How do you take a client or a customer and disarmingly get them to offer a review, a favorable review? Do you, you want know? me to answer how, how, how we suggest they do it or you want to? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is, oh, okay. there, is, is there a timeline? Is there a methodology? There is a timeline and there is a, a system to do it, a systematic way to do it. And that's at the end of the transaction that to, we simply have the, uh, the staff of the business ask if if we if I send you a text message, would you mind leaving us a quick review? Looking them in the eye and they say yes, and it's done right then and there. It's not done a week later or you know some type of ambush situation where they're going to say what is this? They just agreed to do it, and you do it right then and there. You know that they're happy. You know that they're satisfied. You know that that if they're not satisfied, this the, the whole situation is is soon enough that they may you know talk about it rather than uh try and exact some type of revenge one of the things that kind of comes to my mind with the thought of getting clients to to give you a review um do you have different audiences right with 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 our companies and our communities some of our relationships are a little bit more deep and more meaningful especially with returning clients where you might be able to have a more in-depth review and then maybe there's those that are just first-time clients and customers. You don't want to spook off. And is there a way to give them a very easy, simplified way to just leave a review without any effort? 
Well, my, my app, again, I, I didn't want to, you know, go into a sales pitch, but my app is designed to do exactly that, to, you know, hand, the, hand it to them on a, a silver platter to make it simple and just a couple of clicks on their phone and boom, they, they left the review. Um, you know, we have, uh, like, I could think in, in particular of an optometrist that I have in New Jersey that uses it, that canceled all his other advertising because all his patients come in because the reviews and all of his reviews are almost identical. I've been a patient for 20 years. I've been a patient for 30 years. My whole family are patients. But, you know, you look at, despite all those opportunities in the past, they didn't once think, hey, let me leave this guy a review until we handed it to them on a silver platter. We made it simple. So it, it doesn't matter if they're lifelong customers, repeat customers, or if they just, happen to stumble upon you today uh it, the process is really the same and you want to also make the point that we treat everybody the same right whether they've been coming uh you know 30 years or whether they came in today we want to to, to turn you into the uh, next repeat customer yeah no and i think that that's valuable so and and i appreciate you for that one of the things that uh we love to do in these conversations is I like opening it up for comments and kudos. And I think we're at a point now where we've kind of heard the value in reviews and some of the ways that you can capture it. And you've got a great, and not just, like I said, contribution to the community where you're talking about tangible ways where we can like utilize the client's own voice, right? And, and really embrace them and, and build a brand recognition or brand ambassadors. But I'd love to hear from our community members that are here today, how many of you utilize reviews? You know, how, how many of you utilize reviews and what have you seen out there? So I, can we open it up? Does anybody help? Oh, Rachel. I use reviews all the time. And it, you know, and, and one thing I, I was going to put it in the chat and then I just thought I'd talk to it when you get, when we got to the talking section. One of the things I think you have to really do is <clears throat> balance the reviews when you're looking at them. So for instance, like, I look at one star reviews and I and I do it more because I think so often they're really kind of off base. Um, but I use them so much for when I'm traveling, definitely for restaurants. Um, and because I have I'm pretty particular about about where I eat and I want to make sure that if I'm gonna have a meal somewhere that it's a really good meal and other people recommend it. Um, but also for you know other types of businesses. And Scott, one thing that you just mentioned that I thought was really important and valuable is for business owners, regardless of what type of business you run, to ask your clients, even if you've had them for 20 years, to drop a review for you. Because one of the things that I find, especially in the medical world, is that I'll look up people and there'll be maybe five reviews. And to me, that does, that's not enough for me to decide whether or not it's somebody that maybe I'd like to work with. But if there were 50 reviews from people who had said like, I've been with this person for 10 years or 15 years or whatever, um, that would give me a lot of trust that this person is, you know, somebody that I'd like to contact and really, you know, potentially work with. So, but I also, the other thing that I have noticed is business owners who do not respond to bad reviews. And I think that, and, and so I see that and it just makes me cringe because it's like, 
it, they have the opportunity to respond and respond in a tactful manner. Um, and then I see the flip where I see people who respond and thank every time, which I think is really wonderful. And I wish more people would do that. Well, I emphasize that to, uh, to my customers that they, they definitely should engage uh, and thank every, every good review and uh, you know, try to reconcile with whoever's giving a, a bad review and turn that into a good review. But there is also a bit of a, uh, a technology deficit too for some people and not just ignoring the reviews. Like when you see them and I say, oh, you say, oh, well, I don't like it when they don't respond. A lot of people just don't know about uh, Google My Business and things like that. that to me is the bigger problem than them just saying, oh, I don't care or anything like that. I find that most business owners really do care and they do get very emotional about negative re reviews. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah, I was just gonna add in on that. I, I, I see that a lot where people just don't know, have no idea the benefits. Um, and I, I, I'm someone that I benefit from a owner of a business, but I now, I benefit, benefit as a consumer because I have over a million views on my reviews. So like Google now sends me different rewards and like the algorithm kind of rewards me even more now in a weird way, just because I'm active on it as a consumer and a business owner. So yeah, I, yeah, very helpful. Yeah, I, I've got to agree with uh, with what both of you said. Obviously, when you gamify things, like what Manny's saying, it makes the consumer more apt to want to respond, especially when it's simple to offer reviews. Um, Google's done a great thing where it's just very easy to review people. But again, owners in that technology gap, you're right, Scott, they just don't have the capability these days to really understand which platform matters, which one am I supposed to engage with? How do I respond? How do I respond properly? You know, am I responding directly to them or am I responding to the masses? And Rachel, just like you, I look at one-star reviews too, because quite often the one-star reviews are, they're angry because something shipped and it got broken and it has nothing to do with the original, the original client, right? Or, or customer that you're, that you're part of, you know? And I, I think that that's valuable because you can see that and you can weigh your own options. And another thing that honestly, and I want you to touch on the technology, Scott, on, on giving people the ability to kind of bridge that gap. But one of the things that I've seen personally, being a hobby farmer, I started following specific communities based on those people's reviews. And it, I will purchase from people they recommend because I followed their reviews and they're so consistent. And they're talking about things like strength of the product or the length of time it's going to operate. And then they offer a little bit of tangible knowledge with it, like why and how it works. And for me, that's powerful. And these are brand ambassadors, right? They're, they're not selling it. They're just putting it out there. Or maybe they are, and I don't know, and they're getting paid. It doesn't matter. It works. But I love, uh, I love communities, and I think that that's a valuable place to be. So I'd love for you to kind of touch on um, how people are able to bridge that technology deficit. And then I, I think Patrick's got something he wants to chime in on. I mean, just to, to get back to the, what you said, the, the very first thing I said here today was that the customer is the voice of your business, whether you like it or not. And uh, whether they're a paid brand ambassador that you're not, you're not sure about, or they're just somebody who walked in the store today because they needed whatever, you know, these are the people who are going to be the voice of your business ultimately. So you have to have a mentality, and this is something that I emphasize to my customers, 
um, and that they have to transmit to the employees that everybody walking in the door is potentially reviewing them now, you know, because you're using my system and that's the way it should work. Everybody walking in the door should have the opportunity to review it, to review the, the business. And that changes the, the thoughts of the employees because now they know they, they are potentially the star of the one star review and they don't want to be in that position. And what, as long as we're talking about employees, one other point that I wanted to make is that, you know, we're living in a time now where there's a lot of competition for employees. Every place has a help wanted sign. And one of the factors that it, employees are deciding where to work is reviews. If I'm a commissioned salesperson, you better believe I'm going to check the reviews of, of the business to make sure that I'm going to have a steady stream of, of customers so I can make a living. So this is another thing to consider that your reviews are going to have uh, be impactful in your ability to hire people. Yeah, that's that's powerful. I, I would have never thought the labor shortage issue and the talent shortage um, would have been relevant to reviews, but you're right. I mean, it's validating the strength of that of that operation of that business, and I think that's powerful. That's yeah. Thank you for that, Patrick. It's something for for that for every business owner to consider that you know this is not just a one-sided thing that you and consumers, it's also you and employees. Yeah. Patrick, did you have something? Yeah, Scott. Um, I think, I think this is phenomenal. And I mean, we live in an age where everything speaks, everything speaks. And I, I see your app as something that could be a differentiator and when everything speaks and you have no control over 90% of what's speaking about you, uh, this is the one thing that you actually can have a little bit of control on. Um, that being said, I have to apologize. I didn't get to in advance even take a look at your app, but I wanted to attend because I wanted to hear about it. I mean, I'm a, I'm a one-man show, so I have to go sell and collect and do all the things sure. you're talking about right now. Um, so I, so um, I, I don't know. Is this just a typical app? You go to the app store, you download it as a consumer, and then you fill out like a... No, like a no, the, no, no, the consumer doesn't download the app the business downloads the app it That's is awesome. on the on all the app stores just so everybody knows that it's not full of malware or whatever so it is on all all the app stores but it's not something for consumers consumers have uh downloaded it by accident and actually i got a bad review on the app store that said this is the worst game i've ever seen so <laughs> So I would I would I would download it when I put it on my website. Is that how folks would interact with it, or how does it again? I'm sorry, I missed the question. I, I so I, my my question is the business owner. Would I download that? Would I put that on my website for folks to then do their no, no, no. user? It's the the business owner downloads the app. Uh, either the business owner or the employees would use it to send text or email messages to their customers. Hmm. uh requesting reviews i think it's a differentiator i think it's a i think it's a really powerful way in a world like i said where everything speaks and competition is at all-time high and we don't get that facetime this is a great value add that sets you apart and sets you up for future business so i, I can't wait to take a look at this 
Well, I, I'd be happy if you want. Just contact me. I'll show you the, the demo. Perfect. Yeah, it looks like Jonathan's got a drop. Thanks, Jonathan, for being with us today. I appreciate you. Um, that was a great question, Patrick, because so many of us on this call are business owners, right? And we want to know how and why uh, this is going to work for us. And that's kind of what we touched on was how do we overcome that, that technological gap? And I got to tell you, uh, my doctor does this. She sends a text after we're done and she'll wait until the end of the day. It's always the same day. So I don't feel like you said earlier, Scott, that I'm being like picked or, or, or like crusaded or anything, right? If it's after, but it's in the same day, the same relevant period and not being berated. And she sends this text and it's just her smiling and says, hey, thanks for coming by today. I really care about you. I appreciated our visit. Would you mind giving me a review? You know, tell, tell everybody that you think that I'm great. <laughs> and it's just, it's real straightforward. And when you click the link, it, it goes really in depth, which for me, the initial text was great. The in-depth review, not so great. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 listen, I, I agree. And I, I don't think, and I, you know, I, I, I've seen those type of systems out there and I've um, been in situations where potential customers have used it. And I said, look, there's a difference between asking someone for a review and giving them a homework assignment. And that's, that's what you're getting is a homework assignment. Yeah. And if, if we had more of a meaningful relationship, um, you know, if we were engaged often, I might be down to do something like that. But if it's like I'm seeing the doctor once a year as a sure. consumer, like I did the review because I just I really believe in it. And I, I do like what my doctor offers, but I could see where 90 percent of people would just like, nope, <laughs> close, you know, and if it's not simple, it's not going to happen. Yeah, you're a patient. You don't need to be the office manager as well, yeah. you know, and that's really what they're asking too much. I mean, I've seen uh, uh, recently a, a body shop that uh, one of my salespeople uh, was, was uh, trying to work with to get them to sign up for the review machine. And they, they were using a system like that. And I said, you know, somebody that just got, you know, a dent taken out of their car, they're not going to you know, do this, this post-mortem of, of the business, you know, if you want to review and, and all that stuff, none of it is public until, you know, the last part of it, where, where it finally takes you to a, a review site, you know, so it's, you know, it, it's valuable information for the business perhaps, but for the consumer that they just want to get on with their day. Yeah, nope, I think that's valuable. Michelle, yeah, did you have some... I'm sorry, I was just to, to make one further point, that would make me less likely to go back to a place if I knew I was going to get that. Yeah, and it's intimidating. That's, that's a valid point. And that's one of the things that I think consumers look at too, the interaction before and after. Uh, if, if your interaction is overwhelming afterwards, that's the last thing they're going to remember. <laughs> that's, that's good. I like that. Michelle. In line with what Patrick was saying, I, I, I like those questions and what he said, where do the reviews show up if you use this app? Because, you know, with Google, you know, it's Google and you have the Google reviews. And if you're not downloading this on your website, where do people see those reviews, you know, when they input those reviews? The, the business owner has a choice of where, uh, of which review platforms they're sending to their customers. Um, each business subscriber gets four so that it may be google is always the backbone so almost 100 percent use google uh you know for car dealers it may be car gurus if, if the customer came from there 
cars.com, DealerAder, uh, WebMD, HealthGrades. Uh, there's all, all, you know, Yelp, of course, uh, Facebook. So there's, there's hundreds of, of sites, but each customer gets four. Uh, we recommend that they only send out one at a time, again, because we, we don't want to give the customer a homework assignment. There becomes a point where it, it just becomes overwhelming and the return is not there. Okay. Okay. That that's awesome. That really does answer the question. Thank you. And a great presentation. Love hearing this information. Thank you. Yeah. And I know that we could probably go forever, but I want to be considerate out of everybody's time. Um, and you've already given us so much just tangible and capable information, not just in the community uh, with your posts, but things that we can put into place and implement today in, in the meeting. So Scott, thank you for that. Um, and thank you just for giving us the background of your story and why you created the app, because it's important for us to know where the passion came from. Um, creating community and conversation around your brand is so impactful and important. And that's that's really what we're all about. So I have to appreciate you for that and for being with us today and you know sharing, like I said, your story and your, and your world. Well, I'm very grateful to you and to uh, clarify and to GoDaddy and to your, the whole team for inviting me. I mean, I, I love talking about this, obviously. And uh, to be able to do it in, in this type of forum is, is fantastic. And I'm, I'm very grateful to all of you for uh, putting this together. Now, you're, you're doing us a great service by leading conversations that, that really have an, an ability to empower and impact these small businesses. So keep doing that. Scott, one of the things we like to do before we close it out, I want to make sure that if people want to engage with you, connect with you, and, and just leverage a little bit more of the relationship, where can we send people that's going to be most impactful for them and for you to connect uh, and to follow up with you? Well, you could find me on LinkedIn, of course. Uh, you could send me an email to scott at thereviewmachine.com. You can go to thereviewmachine.com. We have a contact form there. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty easy to find if, if people have questions. I'm, I'm very happy to answer, happy to help and uh, do everything I can. Um, if, if you have uh, challenges around uh, uh, reputation management. I love that. Thank you for putting not just yourself out there, but your reputation, right? Because this is, this is part of the review process. So sure, um, of course. Yeah. And for all of the community members that were here today and those that have joined us in the call, thank you so much for just being here to support Scott. Uh, make sure that if you're not a member of the GoDaddy small business community, you guys join because you're going to see a, a lot of great contributions from Scott and from, from some of the community members here today uh, that'll help you impact and empower. So I just, I love these conversations. I love these weekly meetups and I appreciate each and every one of you uh, for being here today. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you everybody. Have a good day, you guys. Have thank you. Weekend.